Points Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. If you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? Welcome to Point Amber, episode 175. 176? Ah, fuck. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot to put 175 on the feed. <laughs> so it you might have seen that just land, and there's going to be some more Point Hammered coming. Double your Point Hammered, double your pleasure. I'm probably, what's our deadline for getting this bad boy posted? I don't know. You better just get it up tonight if you can. So two in a day. <laughs> UMFers. So we talked about all the pack a prep well <laughs> now it's po- go to the website exclusively to Which, download each episode w- one at a time i should go look and see how many that is like it's what this is this 2006 com- this computer's sketching me out here so hopefully this is <laughs> i know i saw that that does not look like good stop recording for a second but we're just gonna plow through yeah we're gonna see what happens clearly it's doing something but what are you gonna do uh, you know what no we're not doing Technical problem solved, sucker. Wow. That's some audio magic <sighs> right there. What uh, What have you been up to, brother? Well, packet is done. Mm-hmm. Number 10 in the books. In the books. In the history books. Mm. It's been chronicled <laughs> by future historians. Yeah. A lot of future l- world leaders, I believe, got their start at Packet 10, specifically. We can wait to talk about that a little later, I suppose. Okay. Since Wapaka, I ain't been doing shit, man. You got overwhelmed? You you playing video games again? I did. I fired up a game. I'll talk about that in my obsession. Oh, nice. So in the run-up to Paka, got a shitload of terrain done. I got the Realm of Fire slash Mars. So Mm. it gave me a good head start on my Mars terrain with all the hills and everything that I'll need for Mission Critical. Nice. But I did do some specific pieces for the fantasy element here, spruce spruce things up. Okay. You got to just have your your bushes, of course. You can't go to war without wading through some bushes. (laughs) So one table got bushes. Another table got some geysers. With some water effects. Oh. So some Yellowstone type shit right there. Okay. And, um, I'm saving that for my useful hobby product. So ah. I have okay. a lot to talk about, John, but each of these has its own place Category. and time and yeah. segment in the podcast here. So I don't want <laughs> uh, <you> to. <laughs> I don't want to bum myself later, but I <laughs> give myself something to talk about. Okay. I've got uh, for other terrain. I I had these aquarium plants yeah. that I bought. You can get like millions of them for like two bucks straight from China shipped okay. over the years. So I did some jungle terrain. No, not jungle. What? Not jungle jungle. Madness. What else is aquarium plantage good for? Well, these ones, they looked, they had a stem with like a big, kind of like a sunflower, just a wide flower top on them. Yeah. Plastic and with a horrible mold line, of course. <laughs> but I was like, Oh, that kind of somehow I got the idea looking at them. I counted them up. And I had like about twenty of them, mm. and I'm like, I can turn these into fire flowers oh. from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> so I looked up the color scheme, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a really distinctive yeah. scheme. There's like a blue and white one, and then like a orange and I think it still goes up to white on that one too. Yeah, uh, with like a bright green stems. So I repainted those. Oh, uh, so they they turned out pretty cool. That's I'm dedication. Pretty happy with those. <laughs> yeah. The, just stark kind of highlights on there. First, I tried to airbrush them, and I'm like, I don't know. I have airbrushed those plants before yeah. for some infinity terrain, but they kind of blow all around, and yeah. I don't know if that's the most efficient way to do it. So, sure. actually, I took some foam board, and I poked a hole, and then I shoved each like flower individually into the hole <laughs> and created like a little palette or something. So it actually went pretty quick sure. once once it got down to it. And as far as durability and stuff, that infinity terrain, I've been, the plants and stuff, they've held up fine. Like no paint is chipped off or anything sure. like that. So I think it's a 
Cool, I have a box cool, of train. You're welcome to pick through here because I've been thinking about getting rid of it since I can't remember the last time I okay. had a game here. Well, I'm not sure what you have, but <laughs> I'll, I'll take a look. Sure. I'm always on the lookout for new terrain. What the fuck else did I build there? I got the flowers, the bushes, the geysers. There's two more tables. One was just some ruins okay. out of foam, which we didn't use just because they weigh like one twenty fifth of an ounce. <laughs> yeah. So they'd be pushed around they really suck. easy. You know, slide around on your sleeve. So they look really cool. They're pretty quick and nice and chunky, Asia Sigmar style. Yeah. Essentially just foam blocks that I cut and then sure. kind of just cut at the edges there to make them look kind of worn down and spray painted them. Okay. So they look cool. I just got to base them to some like a piece of hardboard or something. Sure. What was the last one? Oh, the last one was uh, some tar pits. So I had some leftover water effect shit, so I just put all a shitload of black ink in there mm. and then let her rip. So nice. Double down on my water effects. So <laughs> um yeah, pretty happy with, with how it turned out. It was quite a bit of work, even though everything was essentially spray painted, dry brushed. You know, I had to do like eighteen giant hills. So mm. Yeah. I think I talked about that last time. It doesn't sound fun. Breaks a man down, John. <laughs> no Breaks shit. Breaks him down. So pretty happy with how that turned out. Bear stuff turned out pretty decent, too. <laughs> pretty <It's> decent. Like, <laughs> well, it was all like laser cut. Oh, sure. So he made these pyramids. Oh, yeah. And these Those obel- cool. obelisks. And then a couple rock features on each one, which were... Um, just wood chips essentially yeah the obelisk had uh like the wisconsin skull point hammered logo blazed into them and and then there was a roman numeral 10 on the other side so there was some nice touches there logo's got a lot of mileage (laughs) over the years it's true (laughs) (laughs) so and then uh rest of the terrain was provided from prior years but we give props to domus raiding the adepticon shed Mm, and bringing some an even 12 tables up sure to make things nice and easy for us so um definitely don't foresee myself at this point painting much <laughs> more terrain, fantasy terrain at least yeah uh, i guess for the future as far as being stoked on models and stuff like that post packa um see so you know that age of sigmar does stir something inside a man john oh. but it's just still it's too too far low on the totem pole yeah. as far as Infinity Saga. I did want to get some Sigmar reps in prior to Paca because I believe if you run a tournament, you should have know, played the game, have <laughs> played the game, and know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't do it, so I, I do have that inkling and that itch. But I'm I'm being even more realistic about my kind of hobby aspirations this year, yeah. even more than ever. <laughs> so I can foresee. I won't be doing any personal modeling at least until mission critical. I mean, if I if I do get something in, that would be nice, but I'm just not gonna okay. plan on that. Sure. So, um, just gonna be building more terrain for mission critical. Okay, cool. So I guess that doesn't sound terribly exciting, but uh, sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's fine. I gave myself a good week to kind of sit and veg out. Yeah. with my game and then so now you know this is about a week and a half so i spent the last couple of days organizing everything picking up the scraps from from paca yeah getting everything in order and trying to think about the best way to do this new shit for mission critical more more mars terrain essentially okay cool so yourself john i haven't been working on any models so well. the laws of <laughs> podcast paint motivation would dictate that you are just crushing it over here and i I can see i can see that you are look at this you're we're sitting at my airbrush table here so i got my new airbrush bought the infinity cr plus tell me if i'm saying that wrong (laughs) i think the two in one with the 0.15 and the (laughs) 0.40 needles and then i was like fuck i don't even have an air hose but after digging through the box of garbage that came with my compressor, it mm-hmm. has one that works for it. Oh, nice. So that kind of worked out. I was I was looking at order one. They're like 50 fucking bucks. I was like, Yikes. this is dog shit. Yeah. So fortunately, I ended up with one. But uh, So everything you see here was done with the Posh 
brush, which is in theory an old junker, but I think it did a great job. I spoke about that before. So I've been trying different effects. After airbrushing, I've gone back and done some washes. So then I'm going to come back and airbrush over that to see if I can make it look better that way. Mm-hmm. Did uh, you airbrush the wash or you just did I just did brush the brush, yeah. yeah. You can actually put wash through the airbrush as well. Yeah, I have some colors Great. that are clearly meant to be used as ink type colors so yeah it's not it, it looks pretty close but it's not quite the same yeah it's i wanted like a, a glaze or something sure i think i did three or four heavy coats trying to deepen it up and i will give another shout out to the michael's craft store airbrush paint which is dollar and rowney it's cheap it covers freaking awesome i got the gold here i was showing raj and uh yeah, for six bucks, that you could do a whole friggin' Sigmarine army out of those bros. Yeah, it's a it's a good looking gold. It's got it's deep. it looks the the look that it gives is the look that I've painted gold and I've gone back with gold pigment powder. Yeah, and powdered it so it looks like looks like it's kind of like a dusty gold pigmented. Yeah, as far as a description goes. Sure. Know. Um, Worked out so a lot looks, better than I thought. Looks interesting, yeah. When you, if you do buy an airbrush, go on eBay <laughs> and look for one that they're giving away bonus shit with. Because I got a bunch of cleaning brushes and a whole another pack of extra paints that came mm-hmm. with it. And sometimes they were off. Some guys were like offering nothing extra. Some guys were offering uh, like just the little brushes, which have to be like a buck or two. And then some guys had other shit as well, like the paints thrown in. Mm-hmm. So. I went that route, and yeah, we'll see. I still have to get to it. My wife and I purchased a business last week, Monday. Saw. And, uh, Saw something on Facebook. There. We were supposed to close the Friday before PACA, mm-hmm. and oh, interesting. I found out like a week and a half before. I was like, fuck, that's Wapaka. So I pushed the clothes back at the <laughs> risk of this whole deal falling apart because <laughs> I didn't want that stress when I want, wanted to be hanging out with the bros and being out in Wapaka. Mm-hmm. That is why I didn't make an appearance Sunday because it fucking hit that I had like 45 things on a list that needed to be done <laughs> and I'd mm-hmm. done like three. So I missed the closing ceremonies and awards and all that, which was sad, but life got in the way this year. So yeah, we bought... 250-ish storage units here in Stevens Point. Cool. And uh, mismanaged. You just get like everything inside there? Is mm-hmm. that how that works? We got everything <laughs> inside. So we've had a handful of letters come back to people who are deceased and they don't want their stuff. So uh, nice. We've had a couple. We've had one. It's like storage wars, but cut out the middleman. Yeah. Like, why, why bid on that stuff? Yeah. If you own, own the it, means, John, just take it. It's funny. When you start calling and talking to people, they're always like, God, I don't even know why I'm paying. It's just it's just garbage in there. And that they keep fucking... Like, they've been paying for this for years, and their stuff is in there. I know, I, and they think it's garbage, but they just don't do anything about it. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. I'm like, it's just kind of like a different kind of shit, Apple. Yeah. With. Probably not nearly as bad. No. and you're not dealing with the laws regulations are, and laws. The laws are people. real simple. Like, on mm-hmm. day seven, you can lock them out. You send another notice week maybe it's i think day 14 and then a few days after that you can fucking scrap their shit or maybe it's a week after that you have to give them some time mm-hmm. but so the lot you don't have to go through any eviction bullshit you don't have any of that shit you just make sure you're sending the right legal form fucking dust your hands walk away nice. we've had one person break into a unit and steal their shit back already <laughs> <laughs> which Literally, the place hasn't been managed since October, so we took over and inherited a nightmare. It's been nonstop fucking chaos. Plus, it keeps snowing, and it takes Uh an hour to plow out each place. We have two Uh. locations, so I've been plowing fucking snow like mad. We're running out of places to put snow because they're right in the middle of town. (laughs) There's not. We're in the middle of a blizzard right now. Yeah, turns out. (laughs) They were originally calling for fucking up to 10 inches today, and I just checked a minute ago, and then it said 1 to 3. So for Stevens Point, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping I get a reprieve here, but. Wasa six to eight. Uh, That's yeah, I was, just thirty miles away. So it seems like I was checking variability. I was out in Mosinee plowing last night about six p.m. So, anyways, this nice. was a hell of an endeavor. We I've put Johnny. my entire life savings one point four million dollars was the purchase price on this. Oh wow! So we've put our I've put it's all most everything line. I had into this, and uh, has to fucking work. Can't fail. But mm-hmm. 
it's my wife my wife's taking over the the ownership and i'm just doing like the hands-on stuff going mm-hmm. out and putting locks on if someone seems creepy needs to be met with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh yesterday i met with officer Plummer nice. at stevens point police department to make that file that issue for the fellow who broke in his door <laughs> <laughs> so our uh the boys in blue are interesting <laughs> Just it's just process. Like you're yeah, never because yeah. you're never, you're never gonna get, get anything back. Turns out the guy's dead anyway. So the, the copper called me back later. He's like, yeah, it's probably his family busting in there trying to um, get his stuff. But anybody that's called, we've just let them get their stuff if they don't want it anymore. Because no one's managed this place since October. Everybody owes a ton of back rent, and like we don't care. We just want people to start paying effective <laughs> February first. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want your shit. Just let us know and you can come get it. Don't fucking hack our door uh, open, you cocksucker. If you listen to this podcast right now and you got some stuff. <laughs> you will uh, have Lark, received. Lark storage. Lark self-storage. <laughs> just just send us an email. Yeah. You send it the point hammered email. And, uh, <laughs> we'll arrange. So it's awesome, though. I'm thinking about selling all. We we have two of our rental residential rentals up for sale, man. Mm-hmm. Why don't you get into this? Like, you don't want to fucking replace another goddamn toilet in your life. I was going to say you don't have to. If they stop paying, whatever, I'm sure it's mostly garbage, but maybe you'll find something cool someday. Oh, yeah, but but you don't have to go in and like repaint the walls, yeah, and, like repair holes, like replace update fixtures once in a while. No, nothing. You you fucking throw their shit in the back of your truck, sweep it out, put your lock on it, fucking moonwalk out of there. Mm-hmm. So it's up for rent. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. It seems like a cool business to me. It seemed like there's no way this could work. Because you look at what money you're supposed to be receiving, and then your rents are like twenty five, thirty five bucks a month, mm-hmm. and then like the first week of the month hits, and there's so much fucking money coming in. You're like, holy fucking shit! <laughs> and we were, uh, we were surprised. So, yeah, so far it's units right. times two uh, two hundred fifty ish. Uh the average is probably sixty five dollars a unit because some of them oh, are wow. big. So. So do the math on that. It's it's pretty solid, but cool. Either way, it's been a fun it's endeavor. Yeah. Modeling wise, <laughs> so I've been painting a Yudbot. Just uh, I got an audio book by Richard K. Morgan here, and fuck, I forgot the name of it. Steel remains. Steel remains. So pretty solid book so far. I'm about two hours in, and it's ne- one of the main protagonists is a gay fella, and it's pretty interesting to. I mean, it's pretty much like a piggish straight guy, except he's creeping on all the dudes. <laughs> That's the uh-huh. only way he could like write a book where the guy was like super piggish about everything. Yeah, I think in that book he tried to have something atypical about that character. Yeah. So the the two other ones, which have you met the other two? I mean, one there, there's them. like one like main main guy, and then there's like a barbarian kind of guy. There's one guy that's like. An older man. He's an okay. ex-soldier, and yeah, he was supposed to be like diddling some younger folk. So uh, he, I think that's his. So everybody's uh, got a quote-unquote flaw. Not that being gay is a flaw. <laughs> in but, fact, it's a positive. <laughs> yeah, and then the in these circles, there's a uh, a lady in there, but I I I couldn't figure out what her flaw was supposed to be. Uh, fem- female, female, yeah, <laughs> quote-unquote yeah, flaw. Yeah, there's some cool like magic. Stuff. Yeah. Like I haven't got too far, so I haven't seen any of that yet. People travel through like volcanoes and shit. Oh, it's like Lo and John. Kind of. Yeah, some cool ideas. So, um, so. so far, it's good. It's, it's got me hooked, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's kept me working on the Yudbot. <laughs> so, I'm, my goal here, well, fuck Tom McClure, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. <laughs> actually, it's actually a good thing because it's going to be awesome. But So, don't <laughs> fuck Tom. I mean, some pretty ladies. Tom's get, wife. Get out there. Let's just get off the Tom subject. <laughs> um, where the fuck? Oh, yeah. So after the... I was going to paint all my Infinity stuff. I have four unpainted Infinity models of all the Aleph shit that I bought. Mm-hmm. And then I started working on the Yudbod, and then Wopaka came along. And Tommy had this Beastman army, and it looked like it was pretty cool. And I have all the models to put something similar together. So as soon as I got back from Paca. I ordered a shit ton of round bases. Nice. <laughs> See where this is headed yet? We're back in a saddle again. Here's the fucking problem. I'm out of gravel for doing bases. So I'm going to rebase the Beastmen, mm. put together a Beastmen army. The downside is, again, I don't have fucking gravel. So the game store downtown Stevens Point is going to close here. So I'm going to pop in there and see if they have any gravel. They do have the whole P3 range. If you're looking for mm-hmm. paints, all dropper bottles, 
um, new on the shelf, and like a couple big box full sets of paints too. So I'm gonna see if I can mm-hmm. get Scope them off. It out, yeah. He doesn't have a closed date, but he was in the newspaper this week that he's shutting down. He's, they they interviewed the cat, and the only line he had was, uh, "You really can't make any money in hobby retail." <laughs> <laughs> So that's yeah. unfortunate, but Galaxy seems to be doing really well, and they're yeah, like a block away. It's magic, the it's magic. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And you know they're not selling that many comic books, which is their they're other selling stick. Paninis and shit now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another story. Anyways, so I'm gonna rebase the Beastman once I finish the Yudbot. I just gotta put a list together, and I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a hoot. It'll. Because I have the Minotaur rebase, and I can field them as ogres as well. So there's that option. But I think I'm not going to do any kind of war herd stuff. I want to do just basic little beast men. Probably put the Saigor in there, because why wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. Probably some rules on the war scroll. Really lame, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, well, that's true. You could dispel twice, though, and that's oh. pretty solid. Decent. And he gains a wound or some shit if he dispels and maybe takes a wound off the yeah, caster. Yeah, I'm sure you have fun. No matter what you're using. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's fair. I just want something new because I did the Warher and the Ogres. Like I've been mm-hmm. playing these Minotaur models for a long time. So might even uh, spark up some new interest in finishing up the Zangors I have on the painting table. There's two of them. Perhaps, yeah, I've heard. Two-thirds done. <laughs> according to Mark the Beastman in the UK, though it's only the Zangor stuff that got the love. Yeah. Rules-wise. So. Uh, well, Tommy was... Give me the right. spiel, and it's yeah. He, well, he wasn't using any of that. I don't think. No, he had stock standard Beastmen from the new Beastmen book, and uh, either way, it's something different. It'll be fun to revive the old Beastmen, and I also ordered the bases to rebase the dwarves. I might do some free people stuff and work in some overlords once I get the rebasing project done. So that might be my. We'll see. We'll see. I got a wow. well. Pack always leaves a fella really wow. motivated. So that does. Uh, with this with this business, hopefully things will settle down here in the next couple of weeks. Don't foresee that, but uh, yeah, it will. It definitely will. So, because I've I spoke with the guy that's that owned it before October, and I've spoke with the fellow that's owned it since October. And once it's running and it's doing well, there's just not a lot to do. So, mm-hmm. so that's good. And anyways, so that's my hobby. I've been trying to gear up to get some airbrushing done, but. Uh, this business has pulled this property purchase has totally pulled me off everything so so i get a little bit of painting most every night but half an hour to an hour and by then you're freaking exhausted because mm-hmm. i'm still working on some apartment turnovers as well there's just you know this was supposed to be retirement and i've been fucking busting my ass so mm-hmm. once we get it all rolling though life will be good so yeah i've been doing a lot of hobby thinking at least and planning thinking about it and ordering stuff <laughs> As you plow line after line oh, through your life. It is fucking mind-numbingly boring. At first, it was fun to plow because I got a brand-new pickup and I bought this fancy V-plow for it. Mm-hmm. But once you do it two or three times, it's <laughs> fucking boring as shit. And, like, I know I never bring gloves because I'm a dipshit. So you get out there and you're in and out of the truck and then your hands are fucking numb. And <laughs> Why didn't I bring my goddamn gloves? So it's just... I don't know. I'm dumb, I guess. But <laughs> so, yeah, I've been thinking. I I tried putting some audio books on my little on oh, my truck, yeah, yeah. but they're not MP4, MP3. They're MPA, and whatever that format is, my fucking truck won't play. So now it's like, well, do I convert oh, all these files? It. It's always something, you know. <laughs> like shit can never. Why just be can't simple. it just be simple? <laughs> Once in a while, that would be nice. So, what do we got on the agenda, buddy? Ah, uh, we can do event proper. Well, pack a talk. Nice. Let's do it. So I ran this fucking tournament. It was good. 60 players in the end. So that's a yeah. fairly good size. Went quite smoothly for not having done something quite this large for some time. I guess my memory of the last one was 100 players. Yeah. So that's a <laughs> sort of a different beast. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, everything takes twice as long. Um, mm. So I tried to keep everything just as simple as possible, which I think really worked. Um, one thing was with the score sheets, I did them. This was completely by chance, but I just kind of did the scoring like vertical where it'd be player name on top, his score, and then the next person's name, and then that score. Sure. So on other sheets, I kind of did a horizontal where the names are on top of each other, and then the scores are right next to each other. Sure. 
and you kind of read it from left to right. Okay. And then the issue with that was always, you know, once per round, somebody's score would be flip-flopped <laughs> just because you're looking at stuff. Yeah. So I remember at the last, at the end of the last tournament, I would just have J-Jack read the scores to me like one at a time. So I wouldn't even look at the sheets to prevent that from happening. But essentially, I kind of, with these vertical sheets, I would just look at the first person's name, their score, and I didn't. I wouldn't even know who they were playing or who the second person was. Sure. So it was like impossible to flip-flop the scores. Oh, nice. Just based off the way that I did the sheet there. So sure. that was just by coincidence. But I remember that being an issue in previous years. So you forced once, your way into a better process. Once I started doing it, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's impossible to flip-flop a score if I don't even know. I haven't even looked down to see who the other person is. Sure. Cool. So, yeah, the scoring went well. Used the same kind of methodology as previously. Um, it was interesting. No, it was kind of chill, laid back. No yeah. no mustache contest this year. Feats of strength? Did that go down? I don't think the feats went down. I think everybody not, not was... that uh, I saw. Friday night was late and out of hand, so... May- yeah, everybody was fucking pumped <laughs> for yeah usually it's kind of a staggered thing because in prior years people would show up on thursday for games which some people did show up thursday again sure there was no you know there used to be tournaments or whatever starting at 10 a.m on friday so yeah. people would have to show up and then so those people would get fucking bananas on thursday <laughs> and then they would chill out <laughs> And then, and then be, be, be back up. for a Saturday. <laughs> sure. But in, in between, you'd have the people who'd show up Friday, uh. and then they would get nuts. <laughs> so, uh. yeah, Friday was the, the, the crazy party night. So, um, yeah, it went well. Saturday was chill. I like I like the, the chill night because it's like 2.30 in the morning, and it's just a really eclectic mix of people who are up and drinking and just talking and uh, so I no, got to participate in that. No this boisterous year. Friday night. We did pirate dice. Yeah, that's what I heard. And uh, it went late, and it, it was fuck. Pirate dice is the fun. We should just make the whole fucking tournament the pirate, pirate dice. dice. <laughs> the pirate dice event. Come to pa- pack a dice, <laughs> two thousand twenty. And then uh, during the day, you can play some Age of Sigmar if you want. <laughs> yeah, pack a dice is going to start at six every night. <laughs> So get some food in you because you're gonna need it to soak up the booze. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, oh god, it was such a hoot! It's always always a blast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for awards, off the top of my head, we had a couple different paint awards. So there's best objective went to Donnie Gerlitz. Best single model went to Mike Butcher. Oh. Best army went to Domus. Okay. Best sportsman went to Brasca. Nice. Best general went to Jake, I think LaCoyer, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Detroit. Detroit. I think Donnie might be Detroit, too. I don't remember. Um, Donnie ended up coming in second. He had great soft scores. Um, So if he would have, I don't think he won his last game. So he was in position to win it. So since he didn't, so it came down to a few different people who were in contention there. What? Uh, but it ended up being Mr. Ryan Nickel for nice. overall. I like to point out that he brought some mustache love, even though there was no mustache. He, he contest, did. He so. really embodies the spirit of Wapaka. It's true. Almost every year. I mean, he's won it twice before. So he came in for uh, win number three out nice. of ten, which is fucking amazing. Does, anybody, does Mikey G have that? Mikey many? G's got two. Okay. So. He just got skunked. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind, Mikey, for next year. But. It's funny because a huge shitstorm was blowing in, so Ryan left before oh. the final ceremony. Did you tell him beforehand that? Well, if he would have came to me and told me he was leaving, mm. like some of the other players did, yeah, I would have strongly advised him to remain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe I wouldn't have because I didn't have all the scores in, and sure, you know, I just didn't. You don't know who's going to win it till the final little click of the sort by highest because the paint scores are in but the battle is almost locked in you just have one round basically five points up for grabs yeah and then the sports stuff most of it is entered in but there's another five points available for sports one for each vote that you get yeah so you know if you get three or four votes that's like winning an extra game Ah, so it's like a big difference so you know it's always going to be 
someone who's got good battle and good sports, sure. not necessarily the highest sports or the highest battle. Yeah. Uh, Jake had the highest battle. You know, he had a perfect score. Nice. But his paint was lower, which he he got all the checklist stuff, but all the extra points are based off votes that you get from other people. Sure. So the, can't control the, the winner at well, you can't control if you I mean, do some nice do guy. some cool shit yeah. <laughs> and impress your fellow gamers and don't play a dick list and don't <laughs> smash well, people. Well, bad. I'm talking about uh, the paint aspect. Oh, okay, got you. Something. So sure, he hit all the check boxes, right? But past that, you need to get votes from your players for doing cool shit. So the person who's going to win with Paca has to have high scores in all three categories. Sure, it ju- that's just how how it works. So. Okay. Um, just kind of some digression in there, but yeah, it was good. Good times. Said goodbye to the bear and crystal. They're, yeah, uh, they bowed out officially out, but sure. They'll still be helping out essentially taking orders, <laughs> okay. moving stuff around. He just wanted to officially be uh, discharged from any obligations or mm. responsibilities. Sure. At a high level. <laughs> <laughs> this was his baby in the first place. Yeah, it started out as you know, he essentially did every everything. He had help from the Gaskas mm-hmm. r- actually running the tournament and yeah. pairings and stuff. And I didn't play in it, but I just – I think I helped him maybe with like comp scores or sure. scenarios or something. So I, that's like literally all I did. And then I walked around with a camera, I think. So there is video footage. Of that first one. Are you going to be moving it to somewhere else or keeping it in one uh, It's still up in the air okay. as of this recording. So I don't want to say until some place yeah. is booked and everything is set. So Sure. Yeah, Saturday, what the hell did I do? I wanted to hang out with everybody. So Friday it was hang out with Domus and that crew and anybody that wanted to play Pirate Dice. And then Saturday, chilled with the Skull Bros. Mm-hmm. Brasca had brought... The PlayStation with the latest Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, you talking was about that? <laughs> super fuck. It was funny because we got a grown, ten grown men sitting in a room playing fucking, and everybody can play because everybody fucking played it when they were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much the same fucking thing. So pulling out like, nice. and you could pause it and see the moves. So you could do fatalities yeah. and shit. So it was a hoot, man. I went undefeated. Not that anybody was counting. <laughs> Just well. passing the controller around. It was, that was a lot of fun. And then we sat and watched like four or five episodes of Mr. Pickles. Okay. Just, if never, you haven't seen Mr. Pickles, it, yeah. it's fucked up and hilarious. So check it out. It's a cartoon about a satanic dog. I like it. And it, it was it was exceptionally funny. I I only had a few beers in me because I was driving home that how, night. How are you guys watching this? Like on YouTube or? Uh, fuck if I know. Whatever. Maybe it was a Hulu show. I don't know. Okay. Somebody streamed it in through some <laughs> technology some <device>. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay cool so either way it was definitely funny as shit and worth a watch so yeah so we did that until i had to get my ass home at a somewhat reasonable hour <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah okay ryan nickel and i had a long conversation about what was he he was talking about his his corn and how he's sick as fuck of it, but he's got no. <laughs> takes too long to make a whole new army now. Now that you have adult concerns, yeah, and, I was chatting with him about that. He has like five, uh, like small, like thousand point armies yeah. of forty k or in different shit. Yeah, but nothing. Yeah, because they keep coming out with shits. So they're pulled in a hundred different directions. You, mm-hmm. If you want to get a fucking full army done, you have to just buckle down, focus. But who who could do that in this day and age? So yeah, it's tough because the. The release, the pace of releases is quite quick, quicker than it used yeah. to be. And sure, the armies are aren't as big, but it's still you know painting thirty or to fifty models is yeah. a big. It's a big, big challenge. You know, it's an undertaking. It's an so. undertaking, and by the time you're done, you don't want the army to be like dog shit. And uh, get yeah. your ass kicked in. Yeah, because you know, it's because it's, it's just not like fun. You put all that work into lucky. it. Yeah, remember it took me like. What was it? Five or six yeah. years to paint the Beastmen. Mm-hmm. Took me a whole year to paint my first like twelve or thirteen Infinity models. You know, now the airbrush though, I can definitely see you can get some quick work done. Yeah, I could see you you doubling that, finishing an army in two and a half years, <laughs> <laughs> twice yeah. as fast. But once I once I get uh, 
adept at it, I'm going to take a Zangor and see if I can make the cool color transitions and get some of the basic highlighting done on the skin, because that's where most of the time... Now, those dudes are super detailed, so you got all this armor and shit, so... Yes, due to that, yeah. we will see. Well, I did buy some liquid masks. They had that at Michael's as well, so I'm going to dabble with that as well. Shot. Bubbles had some good results with it, and I think I heard somebody that was standing around call him insane for going through the effort of putting on the liquid mask and then repainting and mm-hmm. watch some videos on liquid mask turns out if you paint it on you don't want to leave it on overnight <laughs> it may peel paint off if yes. you do that so you it's a you have to get it all on there so if you're doing like 20 models you're fucked because it's going to take forever you're going to have to paint it all on yeah, and then do all your airbrushing <laughs> and then like you're cleaning your gun in between colors or whatever you're doing so it's uh, you you have to keep it to a lower model count for sure but but yeah so mm-hmm. If I can get some Zangors busted out quicker with an airbrush at the same quality, am I going to compromise the quality? That's so. what I'm curious about. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So I've some of these models sitting in front of us have had lighter coats sprayed down on them from certain angles to see if I could make it show up. And my gun is not very fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever. So whatever. either way, I had a hoot hanging out at PACA. Yeah. Good times. See you next year. John, do you have an audiobook or regular book? Oh, I just you talked, talked about, about book. Steel Remains, yeah. I'm I'm reading the Thousand Suns book in the Horus Heresy. Okay. And I think I started it before last episode, but I'm it's a long book, one of the longer ones. And super good. I just finished the Council of Nicaea, where they get reprimanded. That was literally the last page I read. And the Emperor tells them they can't be using sorcery anymore, but their whole <laughs> shit is based on sorcery. <laughs> So, I don't know, it's super good. I think the Thousand Sons are my pre-heresy Thousand Sons. Pre-Nikea, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. By far my favorite Legion. Because you got, like, the Egyptian shit thrown yeah, in. Yeah, they're always really distinctive. The pyramids and the names. Yeah, and the, like, weird head helmet deals going yeah. on. <laughs> but, like, all this, all the psychic stuff that they're doing when they're fighting is pretty cool. Like It's, like, Space Marines fucking quadrupled because... The psychic power just makes them nuts. So, mm-hmm. and they all have different powers. The way it's broken down, they specialize in different things, and they can like some of them can shoot lightning, some of them can make shields, some of them can boil the water that's in your brain to blow up your head. That's pretty cool. There's tons of shit going on. So, really cool. Definitely my favorite pre heresy legion. Okay. Of, I have not been reading anything no? or listening to anything since last time. So I'm just going to jump right to my obsession, which mm. is the game that I picked up, which was I, I played and, and it finished Fallout 1 for PC. It was released, I believe, in 1997 originally. <laughs> so I played Fallout 3 when it came out. For a short period of time, I had like a 360 or something sure. that I won from trading in bottle caps <laughs> that I took out of the, like Coke bottle out of the recycling of Century. And you're one of those guys. Uh, we got a free Xbox out of it, so it worked out pretty good. But I only had it for a short while, and then I'm like, I played Fallout 3 on it, and then I'm like, well, if I want to do hobby again, I have to get rid of this. So <laughs> I just gave it to my brother. But So I liked the game, and I knew that there were games before it, but I thought, because like my old buddies Mason and Eric and them, they would play Fallout Tactics, which is like you got your little squad of dudes and you click around and turn-based stuff. Sure. Which is which is cool, but I knew that... I, I thought that's all that existed. And then, like, I want to like those games, but they're just, like, too slow. Because sure. you, you can know you're, you're going to, like, kick the shit out of some <laughs> army or something, but you have, still have to, like, click around one, like, attack at a time. Yeah. And, you know, it takes, like, an hour. Mm. It's, like, a foregone conclusion, so <laughs> just kill me. But... um so I was listening to the New Game Plus podcast, and they played it, Fallout. So that's the first that I ever heard of it. So it's a role-playing game. Oh, sure. On its own. But the combat is kind of turn-based. Okay. But it's just like one, one-on-one. Sure. Or one-on-two. or you know. So the combat goes pretty quick. And, wow, that was a fucking – it was fun. It was interesting. You definitely felt like it was some retro shit, way more like retro than – playing like old nintendo games yeah because like i don't know it's just the computer graphics something about it kind of had like an isometric like a 3d like diablo view of things okay you know, everything's like 
you're either going diagonal right or diagonal left, sure, or something like that. Um, so the game itself is pretty fun. What's interesting is all like the lore and the background of Fallout Three and like the Pip Boy and all like the kind of charm and everything about that. That was actually in this first one, sure, like 15 years earlier. Um, you know, so I had the Pip Boy, the same stats, the kind of weird sense of humor, like the same guns and like kind of enemies that you fight. Like it was all fleshed out in the nineties. Okay. And then they just cashed in with the first person version <laughs> of it. Ah. <laughs> you know, on Xbox. They figured that f- out. Fifteen yeah. years later, yeah. Nice. So I'm all about cashing in. About that cash in. So <laughs> it's cool, yeah. I played it maybe over eight or nine days. Oh. And I was you know, getting a couple hours each day and then maybe like five or six the last day. <laughs> Kelly was getting kinda kinda ready for me to be done, so <laughs> I just had to power through <laughs> and finish finish the game um so it was fun i definitely will play the second one at some point maybe after mission critical um i'll power through that one but not not anytime soon sure so okay it's it fine just i think i got it on good old games for 10 bucks okay cool i think it's on steam too for 10 bucks yeah so. all right yourself john any obsession gaming yeah. have you been doing any rim world john that's, I do RimWorld most every day yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at least uh, half an hour to an hour. <laughs> it's a, it's a never-ending problem that I have. <laughs> there, there's got to be meetings on this or something I can go to to uh-huh. break the habit. But I've got my YouTube playthroughs down to two, and I'm not starting anymore. <laughs> okay, good So deal. that's all right. Uh, we did find a show last night that was really good that we got sucked into. It's a Netflix show called Dairy Girls. Nice. And I like the sound of this. I don't. It's about these sure like why, Catholic schoolgirls in Derry, London Derry, which is oh, uh, I was thinking near Dublin, like Wisconsin, Belfast, somewhere, somewhere Wisconsin, in, like farmhand cowgirls. It takes place like in the nineties, and it's like in a you know it takes place in Northern Ireland. So there's the political issues going mm-hmm. on, and it's it's actually really fucking funny, man. If you watch the first episode, it if just yeah, it was great. There's four four chicks that are like schoolgirl age. They're in this Catholic school, and then there's a dude. It's an all girls school, but there's a dude that like ends up joining them and going to school <laughs> with them. But he's English, so when he talks, nobody can understand him. <laughs> it's, it's this fucking. Most of them speak with this real thick Irish accent, so mm-hmm. you you actually have to like focus on what the fuck they're saying <laughs> to catch it. It's it's pretty good, and so so it's got that angle and. It's just funny. It's worth watching if you haven't checked out Dairy cool. Girls on Netflix. I, I chose it on a whim last night while I was having High Life's and DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> I was like, we need just something living, to watch. the dream. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a fucking horrible day. So <laughs> like, I'm getting pizza, beer, and I'm just going to watch a show for the first time in All weeks. Right. So that was nice. good. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, that could be an obsession because there's a whole season of it. I don't know that Netflix seasons are very long. I think we watched three or four last night, so we could be almost done. You might be halfway done. Yeah, yeah. which is which is good because I don't need to sit there and cry. Let's take a little break. All right, box is the best. All right, we is back, man. All right, <laughs> you're gonna for a little, little game bit, segment yeah. here, John. We're gonna do. Uh, Something like a battle report, but not <laughs> not a a game of Sigmar or anything else, but uh, Pirate Dice. Yeah, yeah let's ba- talk about battle Pirate report, Dice. a recap. Uh, we'll talk about why some, some highlights here. Why yeah. Pirate Dice is fucking great, especially in a tournament setting at so, night like this. Can so, you, can you lay out what Pirate Dice, how it works? I believe it's I think it's actually quite called Pirate Dice. And yeah, your effect. Everybody gets five dice. You're rolling them down, and then you're bidding on. Ones are wild, and then you're bidding on how many of each other number is on the table. It goes around to the left, which I guess would be clockwise. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can call bullshit if you think the person before you bet, or you have to up them. So, like, if I said three twos, you'd have to say four twos or three of anything higher than a two. Okay. And you pretty much just play odds. And But once in a while, it's so fucking skewed, it's hilarious. And uh, mm-hmm. So if you're a good bullshitter, you'll be good at pirate dice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a King Kong bullshitter. <laughs> Godzilla amongst men. And it, I do a lot better before I get loaded. <laughs> I'll say that. 
Yes, there was one time when there's like 26 dice on the table, and I'm like, 22 sixes, bitch. I'm standing by the shit. And I thought it was a good bit at the time. I was so fucking drunk. And somebody did something similar at Packers. So it was fucking hilarious when that goes down. But but yeah, it's it's great in the tournament setting because it's real simple to play, real easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking hilarious. And you're breaking each other's yeah. balls the whole time. You like do it like a big group. Too, well, it looks like you got people or... coming in and out. Yeah, so you, you okay. it's it's me and Dome is like after everybody else had bailed, we did like him versus I, and I didn't I didn't take a single die off him, <laughs> <laughs> so he kicked my ass really good. But so it's hard one to one. But if you have like three plus people, even with three, it's not as fun. But some some chumps, <clears throat> some chumps to prey upon, John. In the tournament setting, it's awesome because you got people coming in and going out all the time. So you got new blood flowing through, and you got um, just different shit happening, different people mm-hmm. to fuck over and give the same bullshit line to you, you gave at the beginning of the game and, <laughs> and it's just fucking hilarious it's nice to get like new blood flowing through and it's fucking hilarious everybody's laughing and having a good time and um yeah meet a bunch of people that way too i met the young jack and zach and wenger was bland despite his recovery from his surgery and mm-hmm. had to hurt him to laugh so <laughs> he was looking rough all weekend and like all, all kinds of guys were in it. I was great. Me and Domus were the were the staples on that, and I think Nickel played. And going, yeah. Detroit guys played for a while, and mm-hmm. so yeah, you get to sit and chat and fuck around with everybody yeah. through the John, night. John, what was your most outrageous win of, of the game here? No, uh, I think, some some bluff that yeah. you pulled out of your anus, or you had a really lucky dice roll that you capitalized upon. Most of the time. More often than not, I'm not bluffing. I say <laughs> so, and I, you know, I get called a lot, and and, and end up having it. Sadly, when Jack was next to me, calling me every time I was getting fucked over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Domus was saying he was my bane or whatever, but uh, we were giving him the business. He was between Domus and I, so we were fucking with him pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's a young chap, like 19 years old or something, so not old enough to drink. So. But I had beer in the corner, which was <laughs> and no one was really watching it. So I, somebody was drinking it. It can neither confirm nor to die. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But either way, so yeah, it's fun. Sounds but like it sucks when someone starts calling you and burning you up every time, even when you're playing statistics. Which whatever that like that's what makes it fun, right? <laughs> so pirates, uh, pirates, pirates dice. dice. Yeah, but you can literally play it with a plastic cup and five dice yeah per i was kind of confused because i saw boxes of a game called pirates dice yeah <laughs> i thought it was just like an old bar game or something yeah. that people would play yeah so maybe it was an old bar game that they just put that veneer put on the there movie. And, yeah uh, well because pirates sell there. shit oh yeah so yeah hopefully they don't get done with it like add a mermaid die and you know like they could mm-hmm. fuck it up really bad it's good because it's simple and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, and you should come up with your own proprietary <laughs> Beast Man dice game. <laughs> well, we can't use Beast Man. <laughs> I, I think you can use Beast Man. I'm gonna you use. You can't call Gore. Gore dice. Gore dice. Yeah. <laughs> on Gore. Yeah, nah, this. No, I have too much going on. I'll start a Kickstarter. On put, the, it, put it in the hopper. Yeah. yeah. Put it on the fucking list of bullshit that needs doing. Something to do in your fifties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. let's not talk about that. It's, that's closer. Well, let's than talk about it, John. <laughs> John, let's talk about it. Either way, pirate dice. Every tournament should have a pirate dice on whatever night shit's popping off because it's it's easily the best time I've I have at most tournaments now. Nice. Okay. On the agenda here, John, I see podcast, and it says Johnny's podcast. I think that's you. The only thing I've really been listening to that's different. You know, I listen to all the standard shit. One of my go-to is still tell him Steve, Dave. Mm-hmm. I just think those bros are hilarious, but I'm still listening through, and there's not a lot of episodes because they haven't been doing it too long, of Call Her Daddy. Okay. Have I spoken? I think nah, I talked I, about it. Maybe. Maybe not. So Does it's, uh, sound familiar? it's these two chicks, like pretty much uh, slut bags. They, yeah, and their image, yeah. cover image yeah. is really. They've like blew up their lips and yeah. on their cover image and stuff, but, but the last couple episodes were rather entertaining. Uh, I'll tell a story from one. <laughs> so yeah. you get a, an anecdote, uh, typical. Yeah. Like the last one was called Butt Stuff, and they just talked about butt stuff <laughs> <laughs> from the bedroom perspective. So if that if that's interesting, give that a listen. That's it. <laughs> and then, but the other one, the one that was most most fa- well, this one girl has a friend, and her friend. These chicks are in their twenties. 
that her friend has a sugar daddy. Her sugar daddy is in his 70s. Oh, my gosh. And she was describing oh some of the things this girl, clearly they're talking about intimate details. I'm like, old wrinkly ass and like tiny little shriveled dick. <laughs> like, oh like a, I don't uh, you know, he's an old man. So what? You know, what do you Wait, expect? Yeah. But being a sugar daddy, he's al- he always has to buy her shit. So he buys her like really expensive bags and jewelry, <laughs> and so she's got tons of stuff from this cat, and like they've been banging for a long time. Mm-hmm. So she's got what she thinks is like tens of thousands of dollars. You can already see where this is headed. Okay. <laughs> that was foreshadowing. Uh, and her bag, they're in like big city california or something Mm -hmm. so she had like a chanel bag or whatever it is and it ripped so she went into the shop to say because they're guaranteed because they're like thousand dollar bet like multiple thousands and the lady at the that was helping is like i'm sorry but this is counterfeit this is fake so then she went back and checked all of her shit (laughs) and it was all fucking fake (laughs) so she's been fucking banging this 70 year old nice (laughs) this guy's got it figured out yeah so jokes on her man that's hilarious (laughs) you gotta I, I've seen, I don't know, some show or maybe on a podcast guy, or something where a lot of times the what these girls do is they get Amazon gift cards from the from the mm-hmm. dudes. So at least you know what you're getting. Like you get whatever you want. But this this dude, <laughs> that guy, he's he's buying those by the dozen on yeah. eBay. He's got like a dozen he's checks. Got a stable. Yeah, <laughs> he's feeding them out. That's a fucking grabs them from the pile. Seventy something year old yeah. horn dog, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. So that was a. F- I was fucking laughing. I was doing sit ups because I listened to it when I work out. I was doing sit ups at the time and just cracking up, <laughs> trying to fucking bust out my my workout. So check out Collar Daddy. It's uh, it's trashy. Mm-hmm. They're they're trashy, but whatever. They're funny. It's worth listening to. Absolutely. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like Dan Savage, but no, no one's because they do take uh, questions from people like, "Can you oh, okay. tell me what to do in this situation or what to do?" And that's not their whole show, but they mm-hmm. take a couple every episode, and yeah, cool. it keeps you up to date on what the crazy youth are up to these the days, times. my friend. <laughs> With the various apps they're on and the stuff going on in the bedroom setting, Johnny's gonna be. Hoarding counterfeit items for retirement. <laughs> this is my this is my investment. It's going to pay dividends. <laughs> dividends in young tail when I'm in, in my seventies. I hope not because you know, you, I don't know. Who can say? Well, you can't like stand it's to hear. Be 2050. Ugh, the world will be over by then, right? It's weird to think about. There's a there's a huge cavern and an ice sheet they're talking about in the news that's going to collapse and whatever. Oh my. Interesting. Uh, whatever the latest global warming news either way right. check out caller daddy <laughs> good deal i've got a useful hobby product i touched on it earlier mm. it's the water effects dude all right so i can't believe in my long hobby history here mm-hmm. i've never dabbled dabbled um, I think I made a display board once for some VC that had some water on it, and I just remembered, well, I don't know what the fuck to do, so I'm just going to dump a load of Elmer's glue on here <laughs> and then just paint it. So worked out. You know, it creates a surface like that, but you don't have that translucent. Yeah. You can't do, like, little ripples and waves <laughs> and shit. Um, yes. So I haven't, I haven't done any of that. Okay. But the, the standard water effect stuff you wouldn't be able to, but there's additional products you can get. Sure. Um, maybe you can with the standard stuff, but I don't know too much about it. But basically, pick, pick some of this shit up here because when you're done, you're going to feel like you're a genius. And you're amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is like the best looking thing mm-hmm. ever. And everybody's going to be so impressed with your labors here. But. Uh, one thing, so I use the Woodland Scenics shit because it's just what you can buy down at the Hobby Lobby or Is Michael's. Is that the little something. pellets you melt? No, there's a couple different ways to go about it. Okay. Um, those ones, yes. I, I don't know that we use those. I mean, because you're pouring like molten plastic, plastic onto something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess in model railroads and stuff. If they can do it, we should be able to. So yeah. you should be able to. Because they're all foam, foam board based. Well, there's a product you can get that just, basically you just squirt the juice out 
and then it'll harden. But that stuff you actually don't want to use because it it won't permanently harden. Oh. (laughs) It'll just... If it's in your trunk on a hot drive to attorney or something? Yeah, it'll... If you don't, like, lay it flat, it'll, like, like... Oh, slow. it'll move. <laughs> it's like still. Yeah, I got you. Viscous or the it's opposite a tiny of viscous. Tiny bit viscous. Whichever word that means. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's like a two part kind of like a resin or epoxy sure. type mix that you do. Um, it costs like the same. It's about 20 some bucks. And you can just mix the tints. I just used, there's like tints you can buy, but I just mixed in like, so for the geysers. I wanted some bright blue or bright green water to contrast the red. Okay. You know, create some like, you know, John Carter of Mars type type look to it, just like a really nice nice bright blue for contrast. And so I just added like a turquoise to the mix, but the thing was when I, you were pouring it on, it was a lot a lot darker than how it was going to dry in the end. Okay. So I was like, fuck, it's just going to be like a really dark blue. So I kept adding the shit to it with each batch to see if I could improve it, you know, just squirting more and more with each geyser that I did. Okay. And then finally the last two, you know, I just squirted like almost the entire bottle in there. And then like, well, looks slightly blue. Whatever, this is my first time. Wapaka is in 36 hours. (laughs) Hopefully it dries in time. Yeah, it dries in 24 hours. Okay. So like I had to plan everything. Like, okay, I got to do this. I got to get the rocks done by this time. I got to spray it by this time to create enough time to give me 24 hours to finish them. But as they dried, they lightened up. So I guess that's kind of like a learning curve to to deal with it. Or maybe you could do a little – I don't know if you could really do a test because you're mixing the shit up so the proportions are bound to get off. But as they lightened – up as a like cured or whatever two two of them turned out really bright blue the way that i was imagining one kind of had cool blue swirls in there and then one ended up being kind of darker but they kind of had these cool swirls in there because i was so you can do a layer and then you can add another layer on top of it sure but it just kind of it's weird because like it doesn't really want to mix with itself so you kind of have to slush it around with like a little um, stir stick or something stir stick or something so you're like and then when it dried, you could see that I did that. It created these swirls and stuff like that. Yeah. Which it looked cool because it kind of looked like a geyser had just erupted or something, you know. So it was like fresh juice in there. Sure. Um, so, yeah, definitely if you're doing a display board or, or something like that, people, it's fun to do. People think you're really cool for doing it. You want to <laughs> be the coolest kid on your block. And it's easy. Yeah. And it, it's really easy. <laughs> okay. Easy to do. I mean, you just mix two things in a cup, and then you pour that in there. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I don't I don't know why I've stayed away from it for so long. But well, maybe I'll plan a new display board. <laughs> That'd yeah. be fun. Get some Beastman. I mean, you could do some really cool blood blood effects, like a giant pool of blood. Other than I'm thinking s- for my like, wood elves red now. paint. <laughs> yeah. Because they got blood all over everything. So yeah. So I could do something cool with that. But. Sure. Cool. Um, yeah, check it out. Um, so one thing was, I was talking with Trunzo, spitballing, so he said that the Woodland Scenic shit over a long period of time would actually go t- go yellow-ish sure. on you. So I, can, I have evidence to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he, he recommended the EnviroTech water okay. uh, product out there, which sure. I'm not sure where you get that, but EnviroTech, check it out. All right. John? I don't know that we have anything else. Do you have a sex toy or a baby product you want to pimp here before we take off? Not this time, buddy. We've gone on too long, I think. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Yeah, you're going to be buried in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. That's it. All right, check us out on Patreon. There's yeah. a link on the site. Pointhammered.com. Still going? Pointhammered.com. I just say everything in that. Pointhammered.com. <laughs> the Wisconsin way. So, yeah. Also, patreon.com slash pointhammered. Yeah, and pointhammer.com slash Patreon. <laughs> we'll both take you there. <laughs> Click so. through the site if you're buying shit on eBay. I've been buying a lot of shit on eBay. I've been clicking through our site, so we should nice. get some cash. I bought that airbrush on eBay after clicking through our site. Ah, nice. That'll be a nice little kickback. Yeah. A little something to keep the lights on. Yeah. Keeping the lights on. And that's important. Absolutely. All right. All right. Suck my balls. That's my bees.